The following program is paid for by Channel Mom Media. The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Oh, yes, we are. We are right here for you. We are on 94.7 The Word, also on Facebook Live. Welcome to our Facebook Live audience. Hopefully, we have so many problems with volume on Facebook Live. And so hopefully you can actually hear us and we're not screaming at you today there. Um, we've got a couple of guests in the studio I'm going to get to in just a second. But I've got a lot of fun stuff for you and some things that you can get involved in as a mom with Channel Mom, uh, both that will minister to you and uh, boost your mothering life, but also to help other struggling moms. And I'm going to get to that closer to the end of the show today. Um, but... With no further ado, let me explain what's going on today. We've got some huge help for parents today, and it's a topic that's long overdue in my estimation. If you're a mom or a dad who might be listening today who's at our wit's end with a child who simply does not learn the way that other children do, then we are here for you today. We're going to focus on the struggling learner. Kids who have issues with learning, who struggle in school, who have specific learning disabilities. We've got a story of one family today who overcame a severe learning disability and what seemed practically miraculous to them. The way in which that came about seemed like a miracle. The mom who is here to tell the story says it brings her to tears every time she tells it. That's how emotional it is and that's how big it is. Her daughter is here as living proof that learning struggles can be overcome. I'm super excited to have them both with me today. And I, my prayer and my hope is that we have people tuning in today who really have this problem. What do you want me to do, Mark? I'm just going to be real. Um, this <laughs> and that is not plugged into where. <laughs> can you just do it? I can't. This one? Right there? Okay. Sorry, folks. We had a little bit of a of sound problem. Okay. So my, my prayer and my hope is that we um, have folks out there today that just happen to tune in that have a, a child who really has struggled. And um, no judgment. And, and, and maybe there are different places on the spectrum. Or maybe you have a friend or a cousin or somebody who's got this issue. And we just want to give you some hope and some help today because you may have tried a lot of the different options. And we're hoping this is the actual option that you need to hear today. So here they are, Pamela Gates and Brianna Stewart. They happen to be mother and daughter. They're the co-owners of Connect Education. And they came to the studio today to tell their story because they want to give hope and inspiration mm -hmm. and encouragement to other folks who've got this issue. Mm -hmm. So welcome, ladies, to Channel Mom. Thank you. Thank you. I know there are a ton of moms out there who have different kinds of learners. Mm -hmm. um, and, and it is easy to get stuck in a place if, if you've got kids who learn easily to, to not have compassion for people who really have learning disabilities no less bright than yeah. a child who does well in school. Mm -hmm. um, I, and I, I've bragged probably too much on the show about my kids and, and probably shouldn't have and had compassion for people that are all across the spectrum, but just as bright mm -hmm. as a child who does well in school. So, so I'm glad you're here to tell the story today. Mm -hmm. So go ahead. Tell me your story, Pamela, of what was going on with Brianna when she was like seven or eight years old. 
So I'm glad you mentioned the bright piece because her two older brothers, I started homeschooling, very bright, very easy to teach. I thought I was actually probably one of the most amazing teachers in the world. (laughs) And then Brianna came up through the ranks and was ready to start learning too. Again, I knew she was bright, thought this was going to be easy, started to try to teach her to read and nothing was sticking. Nothing was working. We tried several different programs by the age of right between seven and eight. She still could not say the alphabet, even with the song. Really? She could count to 10, but it was painful. And she could write her name because she knew what it looked like as a picture, but she couldn't tell you the names of the letters. That was a real auditory piece. She couldn't hold on to the names of letters. And so did, for a little, did, did it cause conflict with your daughter? Did mm-hmm. you think she was just being stubborn or wasn't paying attention? Or You know, I know that happens sometimes. In her case, no, because she was begging me to teach her to read. She was, she was so frustrated, working so hard. So there were a lot of tears um, okay. on both, both sides. Together. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so how did it feel for you as a seven or eight-year-old who could not say your alphabet. You yeah. couldn't sing along with the song. That's what I tell people is the hardest part is the self-esteem part. It yeah. wasn't the actual struggle of learning how to read. It was more the self-esteem part. I mean, and the constant need to try and hide that. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to dance, um, and we were all sitting in a circle, and the teacher was like, okay, we're going to spell our names, and we're going to say our ages. Or, I mean, just say our names and tell our ages. And so we were going around, and pretty soon I realized she was asking clarifying questions like what's you know oh do you have an a is that an a or an e you know and for brianna she was probably wanting to know if it was e or i and yeah. so two kids before me i just pretty much bolted i said you know i have to go and i ran outside and i was crying trying to find my mom she was in the parking lot oh. waiting for me so yeah. there's a lot of just hiding it and i was very intuitive and very aware of what other people could do and what i couldn't do yeah so there you are a little seven or eight year old girl and yeah. you're a little tutu and dance yeah mm-hmm. and you know they're going to ask you a question about how mm-hmm. you spell your name so you leave and you cry yes oh that's heartbreaking yeah. very yeah. wounded is really what I described mm-hmm. because because a lot of these kids are so bright, then they're trying to hide that, like she said, trying to hide the fact that they can't do what seems so easy for everybody do you, else. Do you remember that day when she bolted? Oh, it? yeah. We both cried about it, talking about yeah. it before we prepared for the show because we just remember that little girl and the pain there because that was just one of many, many instances. Yeah. Um, And you saw her crying and you came and you said, what's... Yeah, I just ran up and said, okay, she's just going to want to know if it's an E or an I, so just tell her it's an E. That's all she wants to know, you know. Okay. Um, But just... uh, When you saw her crying... Oh, yeah. It's just, it's, you cry with them. I mean, there's there's just a lot of tears that goes yeah. on in it. You just want them to, and you can tell them, you know, you're so bright, you know, you can do so many other things, you're so gifted, et cetera. But this area is an incredibly self-defining area, yeah. your ability mm-hmm. to learn. Uh, if there are other mm-hmm. kids or moms out there, I mean, what is this more... Um, common than I think that they're mm-hmm. just people that have these issues. They don't want to talk about it. They don't. It's hard to get help for it. There's mm-hmm. there's no silver bullet in their estimation. Mm-hmm. So they just go through life struggling and having people judge them as being not smart or even mm-hmm. dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they just continue to struggle. So so you must have realized at this point, like we have got to get oh, yeah. help. We were starting to panic for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when I say we, it's always we were very much a partnership in this because she was bright and intuitive. So. Yeah, so we started looking for help, and of course we've been praying all along for help, and um, we really believe that God led us to Diane Craft, who taught us her 
three-pronged approach to working with struggling learners. Okay, so, so tell me about the three-pronged approach. Yeah, so it really was a breakthrough for us. So the three-pronged approach was midline therapy. So we think of learning as a continuum. Mm-hmm. Um, and when people panic about learning, they go, academic, academic, we need to get them reading, we need to get phonics, we need to get writing. You know, they really push those academic things. Yeah. And sometimes what happens then is it's slow, painful progress, and people aren't getting at the underlying issues. Uh-huh. So that's what the midline therapy did for me. It started making more connections between the two hemispheres of the brain. That was one prong. The second prong was um, alternative teaching strategies, so using more visual approaches, less black and white. Um, so many oral um, directions are in learning, so we started using more color, story, picture, humor to get things to stick. And, and just so people know, what was going <laughs> on with you? you? You were dyslexic, yes? Yes, yeah. She had auditory processing dyslexia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so things would flip in your brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. then you couldn't repeat them because the way they were told to you got flipped. It's really more that the information you she was learning, which comes into the left side of the brain, wasn't crossing over into the right automatic hemisphere. So the information was never automatic. That's what should normally happen. Okay. And those connections weren't made, so she wasn't able to get that information to the automatic hemisphere. So every time it was brand new. Mm-hmm. Every so, single wow. So so much energy, so much effort. And you had a severe mm-hmm. case, yes. Yeah. Did, did yeah. You, did the the person, the, Diane, the person that you mm-hmm. went to, said this is very severe. Yeah. yeah. It was the most severe she had seen um, in her practice. So okay. yeah. So so midline therapy, and then the second thing was alternative ways of learning, mm-hmm. teaching. Yeah. And then the last piece was nutritional help. Okay. Okay. And that was huge. There's so many kids who have anxiety, sensory processing things, um, focus, di- attention. focus attention, and it's very comorbid with learning disabilities. There's mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. of connections there. With so. food and and those issues. Yeah, really, and we, we do a lot to heal the gut and get the good supplements in, so it's a lot. We did a lot with supplements, just uh-huh. mm-hmm. inexpensive things you can buy at the local vitamin store. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so, tell me about that. Like, because people may be skeptical, like, oh, they're going to sell me a bunch of vitamin supplements. But yeah. but it really did make an impact on you to change something uh, in, in what you were taking into your system? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, for me specifically, I had a lot of yeast overgrowth uh-huh. um, and I had a lot of anxiety. I never was a sound sleeper. I had night terrors pretty mm-hmm. much every single night. Uh-huh. Um, so all those things, emotional resilience came with doing that nutritional program. Um, but it does impact learning so much, making more of those connections. I know it's a cliche, but is sugar a problem for so many kids? with So much of a problem. Mm -hmm. It is. And one good thing is that as you start to heal the gut, when we start um, with that piece of the nutritional plan, the craving for sugar is less. So you Mm -hmm. don't feel like you're fighting a battle to try to keep them off of sugar so much because they'll crave it less. So that's just one little part. But it's huge. It's in everything. It is in everything. My daughter Strangely enough, my daughter and I are on a sugar fast right now, mm-hmm. and and haven't had it for two almost two weeks now. Mm-hmm. Um, and the car craving does go away. It's yeah, true. it does. It does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Um, I know I sound like a crazy person. People, like, how can you? I, I, but it's a good thing. My daughter and I do this every once in a while mm-hmm. because we're too addicted to sugar, mm-hmm. and we just need to get off of it. Yeah. But it does impact. Like I notice I'm calmer and yeah. more even keel mm-hmm. when I'm not on sugar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a mm-hmm. lot to do with what's going on in our society with kids mm-hmm. for sure. Okay, so that the, all of those things were were 
instrumental in, in getting mm-hmm. you to no longer have the auditory processing issues. Yeah. You became, and, and so how quickly did you start reading and, and how, how much did your mm-hmm. self-esteem change? So by the end of that first year, she was reading above grade level. Wow. And yeah, mm-hmm. so I was able to go on working with Diane. We worked with her for 16 years and I became a certified learning specialist, kind of waiting for Brianna to grow up. <laughs> yeah. She went on to college, graduated summa cum laude. That's the part I usually cry about because that's more than we could have asked or imagined. That's a God thing for sure because at eight years old, I thought, you know, is college, I, I thought college was not ever going to be an option. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, everybody doesn't have to go to college, they but don't. you want them to have that option. Yeah. I mean, you look yeah. at this little girl that just could not even say the alphabet at yes. age eight. Yes. Mm-hmm. So and you go, what's college? You know, I'm going to teach her to cook and clean and, yeah, you know, yeah. you know, which is great, right? We <laughs> yeah. need to cook and clean. Yeah, I we wanna, do. I we do. We're, not, we're not trying to belittle that. anything. No. But, no. but yeah, you got a whole new lease on life to do mm-hmm. something that you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And now what is your heart for helping others? I mean, do you, do you literally emotionally feel it mm. for kids who, who <laughs> I mean, do you? Yeah, I think, I think I had to come around to wanting to do this exact work. I wanted to work with kids. I have always had a heart for kids, but... You know, I went off after college and worked in different therapy centers, but it just kept bringing me back to that struggling learner population. And I just thought it would be so selfish of me not to share what I've learned. It's just be just because it was so life changing for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, every once in a while, I'm like, I'm going to be professional. You know, I won't go r- way into my story with this family, but. Every single time I end up telling my story and crying, you know, it's just, and that's you can't really share that. That means the most that. to them. And it means the most mm-hmm. to the child, too, because the child comes into a consultation feeling nervous and anxious. They've been tested a lot, you know, that kind of thing. And when they hear her story, and she's generally much more severe than they were, they relax. We see the arms unfold. We mm-hmm. see them start to smile. When she Maybe. tells her struggle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Now, my husband is a public school principal, so I don't, I don't, I'm not one of those people who loves to disparage public schools at all. No. Mm-hmm. But, but do they, I mean, there are great public schools out there, including my husband's. But um, do they, do they have a missing piece in this? Are they not helping struggling learners in all the ways they could? Mm. It's, yeah, you know, we, I, I feel the same way about public school. I'm not going to disparage that. And we work with a lot of teachers. We talk to a lot of teachers. We speak to teacher groups because teachers are looking for answers mm-hmm. for their struggling learners because yeah. they see these kids that are bright and just can't seem to hold on to information. So, um, so yeah, I think that piece is, is, um, missing for sure. Getting down to the root of what's going on. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. It almost makes me wonder, (laughs) this is not about me, but but I have a problem with retention. Like, I'm one of those people that can get an A and then it would go away because I'd forget it all. Okay, we... we, I guess we're done with this segment. Um, we're going to be right back with Brianna Stewart and Pamela Gates of Connect Education, and we're going to tell you a little bit more on how to get a hold of them and get help. The vision of 
the Life Center is simple. Transforming communities, period. Located just south of downtown Littleton, the Life Center meets immediate needs, provides opportunities for development, and shares the hope and truth found only in Jesus. Whether you need help putting food on the table or reaching your goals by learning English or finishing your GED, find out more about our services and volunteer opportunities on our website, lifecenterlittleton.org. At Channel Mom, we love, coach, and encourage moms because, frankly, you're worth it. We know you work hard for your family, so we work hard for you. I'm thrilled to tell you about a new way we're going to boost your mom game and your life. We're taking our show live on 94.7 The Word on Fridays at 1 p.m. and giving real moms a voice on the radio and taking your calls. Plus, we'll be sharing our new programming at Channel Mom Coffees across the nation where you can find fellowship, spiritual support, and help for the issues you face. Find out more at ChannelMom.com and at Channel Mom on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome back to Channel Mom. Richard, you happen to have that applause. Thank you. (laughs) That's for every mom out there today and also for Brianna's mom. Uh, Look, I feel like moms day in and day out work, cook, clean, Mm. minister, pray, um, pick up, kiss boo-boos, change diapers, go shopping, and and they sometimes um, feel like it's a thankless task and nobody notices and they don't even know if they're making a difference in the world. And that is why that applause um, occurs on this show because we want you to know you deserve a standing ovation and I thank you for all that you do to raise the next generation well. I, I think it's sort of this assumption in our society that it just is a thing and, and there's a mom and that it's all good. Mm-hmm. But moms need to be told that they're important, that the, um, their job is indispensable, um, that they're having an impact on the world by raising the next generation. So thank you for all you do. That applause was for you. Um, also, wanted to um, get back to our guests just for a little bit today. Um, I, I had Brianna and her mom on because I know their story. I've known their story for, I don't know, six months or a year now. And I was so moved by all the moms I've met in my lifetime and dads, too, who have kids who they know are bright mm. but have something stopping them from mm. expressing their true brilliance. And, and I know that there are a ton of folks out there um, who have kids who are dealing with learning issues. And so that's why I wanted to have them on to give some hope. So um, two quick things before we say goodbye to you. Um, and then I'm just going to have you stay in the studio with me as I finish up the show, if you don't mind. Um, please give the mom or dad listening today, or maybe there's a child listening, mm. just a word of encouragement encouragement and hope if they if they feel like they're dumb yeah. and nobody yeah. gets it and they can't yeah. get to the next level so could you do that for them Pamela yeah so I just want to encourage you to keep um, keep looking for those answers there is hope and mm-hmm. healing we believe there's absolutely healing intervention um, a child does not have to make just make slow painful progress mm-hmm. they can make jumps in learning again when we get to that um, bottom of what's going on there is healing, not just accommodations forever. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and if people want to find you, how do they do that? Yeah, there's many places. You can email us at info at connecteducationco.com. You can go to our website, www. Did I do three W's? Three W's. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> knows that. <laughs> Connecteducationco.com. We're also on Facebook, on Instagram, under Connect Education Co. 
Yeah, it's just connect, like you think, mm-hmm. C-O-N-N-E-C-T, mm-hmm. education, um, and, and then, then co for Colorado, mm-hmm. Connect Education yeah. Co. Okay, they could find that, and, and the, the three-step process that you use, which, can you repeat that one more time? Yeah, we use three-pronged approach, which is midline therapy, alternative teaching strategies, and then nutritional intervention. But it starts with an initial phone call with you to really talk more about what's going on with your child. Yeah. And I'm ho- do, do you guys have a phone number or just find you? Yeah, okay, we do. You say it's that? 303-680-5551. Okay, six eight zero five 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 one. I'm really hopeful that that mm-hmm. specific people have tuned in today who yeah. need mm-hmm. this help and this help. And don't be intimidated. They, they'll talk to you for free mm-hmm. initially. It's not like yes. an attorney. It's not three hundred bucks mm-hmm. an hour. Yeah. Um, you can just call and and tell them that your issue. I just wanted to have them on because I know there's somebody out there mm-hmm. who could use this help today. And Thank and you. I'm so glad for your story. And Brianna is a is an amazing woman now. I was mm-hmm. going to call her a girl. Um, <laughs> but but that just shows you how these techniques can work. So yeah. thank yeah. you for sharing that and thank you for sharing your story. Thanks thank for you. having us. Yeah, it's great. Okay, I'm going to take some liberties today. I've only got, what, six or seven minutes left in the show and you guys can weigh in on this. I, I think all the time about how do I get across to the moms who are listening to us that this is um, an assignment from God mm-hmm. on my part, I believe, to, to come uh, through the airwaves and say, if I'm the only voice saying this, I want you to know that in your struggle, whatever it is, if it's a marital struggle or um, a, a, a discipline struggle with your children or a financial struggle or whatever it is that you're going through and you feel like um, your mothering has fallen along the wayside and, and you um, – are at a loss for how, what steps to tech, take next or um, what kind of an impact you're having and if you're doing your job right or wrong. I just have such a heart for all the moms out there who feel like um, this is a tough job and it's a thankless job mm-hmm. and they're overworked and underpaid and um, they just want to know they're doing the right thing in the way in which they're raising their kids. And and uh, I thought I really want to talk about today just finding that space of um, value and gratitude, knowing that you matter. I mean, you've heard my story in the intro to the show. For many years, I was on television. I was a TV reporter. I thought that gave me value and significance. And then I became, quote unquote, just a mom. I was no longer on TV anymore. And I saw the way in which I was treated as just a mom as opposed to when I was on TV. And I thought, oh my gosh, there are millions and millions of moms walking around America who who are walking to a party or walking to their workplace and nobody um, is acknowledging their value as a mother. Mm-hmm. And that, my Lord, I think our nation sometimes lives and dies on that. Yeah. We, ha- we have a lot of families that are falling apart because moms aren't told, hey, it really is important how you raise your Mm -hmm. kids. They're told it's more important that they be a size two and have a big house and have a six-figure salary and things like that. Mm -hmm. So they go where they're getting accolades for. And and if they're not getting accolades for motherhood, that drags motherhood down and that drags parenting down. And then we've got hurting kids. Mm -hmm. And so I just wanted to reiterate that today. Mm -hmm. I don't get a chance to do it very often on the show. And and I want to just give you a moment of... um, breathing and having some gratitude. I was reading about the mom. I had the flu. Mm-hmm. You had the flu. Yeah. I thought I was dying. <laughs> um, and I don't mean to make light of that because I'm about mm-hmm. to tell you about this mom. I don't know if you've heard about it, but this 36-year-old mom yeah. who went to the hospital and said she had the flu, doctor sent her, ho- sent her home, said, go and get some rest. 36 years old. She was a single mom. Her name mm-hmm. was uh, Tandy Harmon. God bless her, man. Yeah. I, I She died from the flu mm-hmm. at 36. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I just want every mom who's listening to me today just to take a breath and be Mm -hmm. grateful. Mm -hmm. If everything's going wrong in your life, Mm -hmm. you are alive to hear what I'm saying to you Mm -hmm. today. Just be grateful that you're alive and well and you have babies to raise. It is the best Mm -hmm. job, I think, Mm -hmm. the hardest and the best job on the planet. So 
in memory of Tandy, just just take mm-hmm. a breath for her mm-hmm. and yeah. look at your babies and be grateful that you can raise them today. I think about her 11 and 12 year old. Yeah. Think of the 12 year old son, and 11 year old daughter that are left behind. Such a hard age. It is, anyway. and, and that mm-hmm. in of itself mm-hmm. shows you the value of a mom. Yeah. Just for a second in your mind's eye, picture those kids mm-hmm. momless now. Yeah. And she was a single mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what do they have? Yeah. And that just right there shows you the value of a mom. I, w- I want to invite you to do a couple things today. Um, I would love for you to call and give us your testimony. Channel Mom's been on the air for almost mm-hmm. eight years now. We've tried to bless you every way we could on the ground and in the airwaves. Um, I'd love to hear your testimony. Please call this number and tell us how Channel Mom has helped you, and we'll air it with your permission. Um, we want to get a kind of a groundswell of moms mm-hmm. who can remind us of the importance of being cheerleaded and helped and encouraged. So please call 303 981 1918. That's our channel mom line. 303-981-1918. I'd love to hear your testimony and I'd love to he- be able to play it and let other moms hear mm-hmm. how Channel Mom has helped you. You'd encourage me if you call mm-hmm. that number. 303-981-1918. Um, I want to tell the Kevin Le- Lehman listeners, we had Dr. Kevin Lehman on a little while back and we gave away his books and I never got mm-hmm. to those listeners. We do have books that are coming your way, so so please um, <laughs> don't give up on us. Um, and then finally, we're launching a few more things on the ground. We like to be in the airwaves, but we also like to meet moms face-to-face. So we're not going into prisons to help moms mm, because nice. those moms think it's over for them. Yeah. And then their kids repeat exactly the same behavior their moms did, and they end up in prison. Yeah. Well, if you can break that cycle, everything changes yeah. for the generations mm. afterwards. So we're not going into prisons with Channel Mom. If you think you'd like to volunteer and help us do that, mm-hmm. please email us at channelmom at gmail, channelmom at gmail, or just let us know on Facebook right there on Facebook Live. We're going into prisons to help moms. We're going into homeless shelters. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Those moms yeah. are so down on themselves at that point in their lives, feeling like they're not mothering well and they might as well just give up. Again, you can interrupt that cycle and their yeah. kids don't have to repeat Absolutely. it and stay in poverty. Mm-hmm. So uh, please volunteer for that as well. We'd love to have some volunteers to help us go in to shelters. Again, channelmom at gmail. Mm-hmm. We'd love to hear from you. Um, I think that's all of my pitches. We're also starting Channel Mom Back in Homes again, the Channel Mom Coffees. We'd love to have you be a part of that. So just reach out to us at Channel Mom at Gmail or at Channel Mom anywhere on social media. Love to hear from you. I was going to play a song today. I'm waiting till next week to do that because I didn't get to it. Thank you, Richard, <laughs> for your patience. I'm starting to find pop songs that mention moms. Oh, good. And I'm going to take... Fun. I'm going to take all kinds of suggestions because there are a ton of pops, fun pop songs out there that mention mothers, as they should. Uh, God bless you. Thanks for tuning in today. Thanks uh, for all you do as a mom. Have a beautiful weekend. Did you guys feel good about what you're able to say? Channel Mom Radio. And if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us. 
to put this show on the air and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM and you'll see our donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family. 